Welcome to TTC on the go. This is Arish. I would like to focus this episode on boundaries. We talk a lot in the field of mental health and education about boundaries, but I don't think we always define it to our families so that they can have a better understanding of how to implement the teaching that goes along with this. It's a social awareness skill. Not everybody has. I'm sure you can think about people in your own immediate life, adults, children, cousins, aunties, grandmas, who had poor boundaries. A boundary is simply a limit. It's a recognition and respect for somebody else's threshold of tolerance, comfort. Sometimes it's more or less about uh, social appropriateness. You know, how far do you go? How much do you divulge? Um, sometimes it's about personal or physical space. Um, and then other times it can be more conceptual, like what thoughts you allow out of your mouth <laughs> and let other people hear you think out loud. Um, I, they always joke about the, the commercials with the father with no filter. You know, there are people out there who have very poor filters and will say things off the top of their mind that can be very hurtful, um, if not extremely offensive. On the other hand, it's honesty. So if we think of boundaries as the just the basic structure to how we treat people and how we interact with others, it makes it a lot easier to break down for the individuals in our life who are a little more inept with the skill. So I have personal experience with somebody who's pretty bad with their boundaries and they don't mean to be hurtful. It's just that they don't understand how to engage. They want to connect so badly that sometimes they say things um, that they believe are important or they believe to be true and they're sharing. And what I'm trying to get this person to understand is that there are certain things you need to keep to yourself. Let them stay up there in that head of yours. You can think them all day long. Just don't let it fall out your mouth. We do that with little kids too, right? We say, you know, look with your eyes, not with your mouth. And I think many of you parents have been in that moment in Walmart checkout where your child says, Ooh, look, 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 oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing, right? So let's go back to how do you teach this? When it's a little kid, we have to break down basic understanding of how would you feel if <laughs> the other thing that is necessary in that moment is gauging what your child's level of awareness is. Are they aware of themselves in that moment? If they're not, you're going to have to tailor it down to build their awareness. You know, if you're in that situation, little boy, and you see somebody who looks different to you, how do you prepare for that? Well, I could tell you, don't say things out loud that could offend that person. Or I could teach you, hey, difference is a cool thing. Take a minute and just observe that person. And then later on, when you're in the car with mommy, we can talk about it privately. I don't know if I ever offered that to my kids. Maybe you have. But just giving them that out and that space of to ask the questions without having to be put under, you know, the guise of being rude can be a great out. Boundaries with teenagers can sometimes be um, very important for their safety. Divulging too much information, for example, can really be life-threatening these days. Our kids are all over the internet, social media. They want to be liked, right? Everybody wants that thumbs up. I like it. I love it. The problem is how much do you put out there? Many teenagers don't have that 
reason. They think everybody's their friend and they figure, oh, nobody can touch me. They can't see me. Well, unfortunately, it's pretty easy for some of the crazy people out there to actually find your kids and do horrible things. So we have to teach them the boundary around that, right? You don't put your name, you don't put your address, you don't tell them how old you are, where you go to school. You set up the structure of where the limits lie. Are they going to follow that? I don't know. Maybe. I think what really helps in that boundary is for you to recognize what the outcomes could be. They need to understand the cause and effect. Now, that doesn't mean scared straight. That doesn't mean give them a bunch of boogeyman stories because that's going to seem to be, you know, super fantastic and they'll start to minimize, especially teenagers. Remember, the teenage brain thinks that it's invincible. So it helps to use social stories that don't necessarily name them. It may be another kid or whole, oh, I know about this other kid or did you hear about this other kid? Most teenagers identify with each other. So by pre creating a story that's of another teen, you know, they might gather a little bit from that story and store it as knowledge of cause and effect. Another option, and this is where we have to model for our kids in our own relationship with them. How many times do you discuss things that are not appropriate for child's ears just because they live in the same household and they do get to hear you? Do you argue with your spouse or significant other? Do they hear you freaking out and yelling at bill collectors? Have they ever heard you talk about a family member in a not so positive manner? Well, folks, that that's boundary training right there. If they see you do it, they're going to do it. So it's a really hard one because we tell our kids, you know, don't don't talk back to me. Don't be sassy or disrespectful. But if they watch you doing it to other people, okay, the boundary is not clear. And in that matter, if we expect them to be respectful to other people and we allow them to disrespect us or cross our boundaries, just simply taking my hairbrush or not putting back my toothpaste in the bathroom, that's a boundary, right? I'm setting them up for future frustration with their significant others or roommates. They have to learn the limit. You just don't take people's stuff. Um, these are really petty little examples, but we have to model them as parents. And it's exhausting because we're not perfect. You know, we may not have great boundaries ourselves. It's all about just drawing the lines. And there are some days where the lines are going to be fuzzy. And those are the great opportunities to start the discussion. I would say this. There's no age too young to start and there's no age too old to, to not continue. Don't assume that your child at age 16, 17 has an understanding of boundaries because they actually may not. Boundaries require situations. It requires that you get indoctrinated into the pool of experience, usually by mistake. That's usually how we remember and learn our best boundaries, trial and error. But in this day and age, we have to be careful because we want to make sure that our kids are safe. I hope this is an interesting and helpful topic for you all. Um, always looking for feedback on these Spotify podcasts. And I wish you well.